Hello, everyone, and welcome to the postseason preview of the Junk Baller Podcast. My name is Michael Greenwood, and as always, my good friend with me, Kevin Otterbein. Kevin, how you doing? Was that enough of a pause between your playoff and preview? Yeah, a little bit. Can, maybe we can edit it. I don't know. No, no, no. We're, we'll just let it be. We'll just let it be. Yeah, let it be. <laughs> Let's sit let there. Let it sink in, you know, because there's not going to be any pausing in the postseason this year because of the pitch clock. So no. I'm just... I'm. I'm letting everyone know that you got to enjoy it while it lasts because there's not going to be a pause or a break in the postseason. It's going to be nonstop. Um, but welcome to the postseason, everyone. We have finished the regular season of 2023, um, and we thought it'd be a really, really good idea to do a postseason preview uh, and give our takes, give our research that we've come up with, um, just an idea of what we think is going to happen and. Um, what's going to be an exciting postseason matchups uh, that we have. And um, yeah, so uh, I'm going to cover the NL. Kev's going to cover the AL. Uh, but right now uh, we have uh, two things happening right now. I am wearing my Phillies jersey and mm. we are in the playoffs. Kevin has his Yankees jersey on. And unfortunately, the Yankees did not make the playoffs. I'm not going with this anywhere, but that's just how the situation is right now. One team of ours is in the playoffs. The other team isn't. I figured it was still apropos that for the postseason, something as big as the MLB postseason and the end of the year, it was an appropriate occasion to yeah. bring out the jerseys. No, yeah. No, that's good. good. Yeah. It's a good idea. Um, speaking of jerseys, I have a question for you, Kev. This was on the internet the other day, and it got me thinking uh, about if you had to buy a jersey that wasn't, you know, a Yankee jersey. So hmm. if you had a player that you wanted to buy a jersey of that wasn't on your favorite team, who would it be? Can be past or present? Hmm. That's a good question. Because I saw this, and because then I saw a highlight of someone, and I was like, yep, that's exactly who I want. Because it's not only the player, that's also the jersey. It kind of had to be a combination. Correct. I, have, I think I have my perfect combo. Like, yeah. I think it's classic. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with an outlier that... I don't think most people would pick. I thought you said Al Leiter. I was like, you're going with the Marlins Al Leiter? He was a Yankee for a little An bit. An outlier, yeah. Um, Rod Carew's Twins blue powder jersey. Oh, okay. All right. So I really like that. It's a solid choice. Um, why him? Because I really respect him as a player mm -hmm. and what he's accomplished in baseball. He's an all-time great. All-time great. Uh, but it's also... The powdered blue gets in there because I love powdered blue jerseys. Most of them. Yeah. It's uh, a shame that the Yankees don't have powdered blues. I mean. It wouldn't work for Oh, me. I know it wouldn't, but it's yeah. a shame. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really do like the Phillies powdered blues. They are top notch. I think I think the contrast between the burgundy and the blue really makes it pop. Fantastic. I almost wore that one here, but I decided not to. Um, I'm going to the game on Wednesday, so I'm going to try to figure out which jersey I wear. So we'll see. But. I saw a highlight of this player when I was looking at this question, and I was like, yep, I think that's the kind of jersey I would want. And I'm going with also a powder blue jersey, but of a Kansas City Royal, Zach Granke. I think that Zach Granke is a fantastic one. He's also a future Hall of Famer, in my opinion, but he also is just a he's kind of known in baseball world as kind of like this weird, quirky guy that all these fans kind of like and love because of who he is. Like he doesn't care about reporters answers and, uh, and stuff like that. So I just love 
who Zach Granke is. Like he telegraphs his pitches before, like for fun. He's like, yeah, whatever. I'm just going to throw a curveball. <laughs> like he's just a fun player. And I think oh, yeah. having the Kansas City powder blue in Zach Granke would probably be a jersey that I would pick. Um, but yeah, I saw that question. I was like, that's a good question. Because yeah. we haven't, I like talking about the jerseys. And one of these episodes, we'll talk about um, the City Connect jerseys and yeah. and everything but uh but yeah solid choices i like yeah. your choice I, and i like yours too yeah. uh yeah. i like the i like how we're in agreement with the powdered blues and how they match <laughs> yeah and it's an interesting <laughs> question because when we buy jerseys we usually just buy them for our teams correct right yeah yeah i don't have the only jersey that i have of anyone that's not like of a team that i root for is i have a tim tebow florida jersey but that's it everyone else is a sixers phillies or eagles jersey uh, when I was still living in Philly, there was someone who left behind like a green Oreo, Orioles jersey. A green? Yeah. It was I, like a St. Patty's Day, like spring I don't training know. one? I've never seen it before and I've never seen it since. Wow. That's. I don't, <laughs> it, it, it didn't work in no, my opinion, no. especially with the orange. Yeah. yeah. The only time I've thought about buying a jersey that wasn't the uh, Phillies was a trout jersey yeah. in the Angels. I really like the, tr- the red trout jerseys. Yeah. Um, I also had a random thought of like this is football but i know everyone hates um how much he kills the eagles but larry fitzgerald i love larry fitzgerald he's he went to the military academy like five minutes from here yeah. so i i've always loved uh, larry fitzgerald but um but yeah that was good i like rod carew solid choice mm-hmm. we're, we're in agreement on the powder blues um yeah. i'm gonna put that question out on instagram uh see what people say but uh indeed but yeah we are now going to transition and talk about the... Uh, oh, wait, no. I was going to ask you a question. Another question. What is the most surprising thing that has happened this uh, this MLB season? What was the most surprising thing to you? I think it's that three certain teams didn't make the postseason this year. Oh, can I guess them? Can I guess them? Can I guess them? Because I think I might yes. know who. The Yankees, mm-hmm. the Mets, and the Padres. No. Oh, Really? Yankees, Red Sox, and Cardinals. Oh, okay, yes, 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 yes. I mean the Red. I mean the Red Sox had a shot. Yeah, and but they weren't the best team. The all three of those teams, none of them made it. Mm-hmm. And it's the first time in a long time. Th- uh, Thirty years. Thirty yeah. years. Yep. None of those teams yeah. have made the postseason. That's a surprise. That to me. is a surprise. And obviously, baseball is hurting because those are big market teams as well. And instead of having the Marlins and the Rays and the Twins and well, Minnesota is a kind of big market. Yes. Minneapolis, sort not of. As, not as big, but no. Um, the reason why I guessed the Yankees, Mets, and Padres is because those are the top three highest payrolls in yeah. MLB, and they are not in the playoffs. Yeah. So that's why I guessed them. Um, okay. So your most surprising thing is that the Cardinals, Red Sox, and Yankees are not in the postseason. Yeah, and I say that also because, I mean, the Mets are going to met. Yeah. So classic. even even if they won a hundred games last year, I wouldn't have been totally shocked that they missed and the same thing with the Padres I thought they had a high ceiling but they don't I, I just didn't think that they necessarily had as much depth they had to carry them they had a really weird season because their offensive numbers are top but they lost so many one-run games and their extra inning games are awful I think if they went 500 in extra innings or one-run games they would have been like 10 games over 500 but that's when they—that's what makes good teams great. Teams. Exactly, it's exactly. you win those games. Exactly. Yep. Um, speaking point, the Eagles this past Sunday, good teams win those games. But yeah, <laughs> um, I think the most surprising thing to me is 
how well the Orioles are. I didn't think that they would be this good. Like, I think it's great that... Oh, wait, didn't I do a top five of, like, the most surprising... Like, you did. I did. Yeah. I think the Orioles are on there. Yeah. But you can reiterate Yeah, it. I kind of wanted to get yeah. your opinion on it. Like, now the season's over. Yeah. Like, I figured, you know, I think the Orioles were... Like, that. that's now on my top thing. Obviously, the when I had the Mets as my number one thing, I totally forgot that I did this. <laughs> It shows you what great memories we have. Yeah. Or uh, inconsistent ones. Well, I, f- I figured at the end of the season type of stuff, and I want to get your opinion. All right. I did a top five. Everyone knows my answer for it. Yeah. But all right, sweet. So I know you, now I know your answer for it. So most surprising thing, 2023 season for Kev. Red Sox, Cardinals, Yankees. Didn't make postseason. None of them. Um, so, yeah. Now we're going to transition. MLB's regular season, over. It's done. It's done. It's, it's done. done. Now we are transitioning to the postseason mm-hmm. where Kev is going to go over the American League and unfortunately the Astros got in and yes. won the division and got the two seed and have a bye. Yeah. It's the most annoying thing. It is. Ever. I'll, I'll get, a, I'll talk a little bit about, you know, how Houston just wins. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's why they'll go far, but maybe not so far, but I'll get into that. Okay. I want to hear it. Um, but yeah, the American League, it's a pretty, it's pretty stacked. I think American more than, League rate like, more than the NL. What more than the NL? I'm not saying it's more than the NL necessarily, but I feel like the teams in the American League, uh, and I'll just say as a spoiler, with the exception of Minnesota, <laughs> all of them have like solid teams there. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. Uh, I mean, with Baltimore, you had the. You know, you had the youth coming up. You have Houston, who's established. Um, you have the Blue Jays, who, you know, on paper should be should be better than what sh- they are. But that's the that's been the story of the Blue Jays for decades. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Texas. You know, they Texas and Tampa Bay, who are facing each other, got off to hot starts. Yeah. Uh, and they kind of like, I mean, they were above five hundred the rest of the way. That they didn't. They weren't nearly the same no. after the All Star breaks. Either team, and they're playing each other, so yeah. it's going to be interesting to see. Um, but what I kind of just want to do is briefly go over each team and, uh, from one to six, the number one seed to the last, the number six, and kind of just feel like what their strengths are and a quick, um, synopsis of what their weaknesses are and what they need to do to make a run. Mm -hmm. Um, let me hear it. So first and foremost is the Orioles. Number one. Yep, the number one, and what a ride it's been for Baltimore. Let's go, O's. Let's go. Um, a few years ago, they were the laughing stock at baseball. Yeah, they lost a hundred games two mm. years ago. Correct. Yep. Um, no one's laughing at them now. Nope. This is their first one hundred win season since nineteen eighty, and oh. this might be their best team at, since the eighty three squad, perhaps. You think you don't think that tw- uh, what year did they have? They had uh, 2014. Adam, 2014. That team was pretty good. It was good. It wasn't fantastic, but it. W- I feel like that team could have like one or two things bounced their way, and I yeah. think they would have won. Yeah. But yeah, continue. Sorry. But I mean, they've. It's been a while for Baltimore, um, and they've been ex- exciting team to watch because their farm system output has been excellent. Fantastic. They've developed their talent so well. I mean. Gunnar Henderson, you have Rutschman, you have Santander, you have Mullins, you have Hall, 
You have all these young guys. Grayson Rodriguez. Grayson Rodriguez. He's my favorite. That are really coming into their own. Mm-hmm. And they've developed so well. Um, they kind of pulled a Houston in a way. That's what they remind me of a bit. Because, you know, in the early 2010s, Houston was losing 110 games a year. But they developed their system. And they brought up, you know, Altuve and yeah. Correa and Springer and all those guys well, to make the run that they did. Um, well, let's hope that they don't get caught cheating a couple years from now like Houston did. Yeah. That would be really sad Uh, totally um this doesn't mean that they're not without their struggles Mm -hmm. as some of you may know they lost batista Mm -hmm. which really hurts their bullpen yeah um and i'm not super impressed with the rotation um i mean they they do a well enough job but i think they're kind of like in the high threes lower fours in terms of era Mm -hmm. But I feel like as long as their pitching staff holds it down, they can go pretty far. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I feel confident that they can make the ALCS. They could. And they only have to win one series. And who they they have to face the... Um... They would have to face the winner of the Rangers and the Rays. Okay. They could. Yeah. Um, but uh, their lack of experience might also come back to buy them as well. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be a bit of a tough road given their competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it'll be tough for them. I think because they're young, and I can get into the National League later um, with how I think that the youth is going to struggle with some stuff. But uh, no, yeah. I I agree. I think the Orioles, I think the Orioles will be in the ALCS. I believe so. Mm. So continue. Uh, and now number two, and I have to, and there's a reason why they're number two. I was. It was looking for so long that their counterparts in Arlington would take the American League West. Yes. Uh, but nope. Uh, Houston wants to become the Patriots of baseball. Oh, my god! And just win in ways that make you want to throw trash cans. Hey-o. And yes, I know. <laughs> I know it's six years on and I'm being really petty, but I'm still on that. I don't think anyone is upset about it. I think we're allowed to be petty about uh, it. They are trash. Well, some people are like, come on, it's been 2017 was six years ago. It's time to move on now. No. But. No. There are still players on that team. Oh, until, I know. Until oh, there oh. are players not on the, like, there's no players on yeah. that team, I will hate the Astros. Yeah. But as soon as Altuve, Bregman, all them are gone and it's a completely different team, then I'll be like, alright, I don't really care as much anymore. Yeah. But with that said, they are the defending champions and they still have a degree of their core from the championship team with Altuve and Alvarez, Bregman leading the way. They got Brantley back, which is big for their lineup. I love and Verlander's back. Uh, I know. It's so <laughs> frustrating. Um, and I think they're similar in a way where outside of Verlander, I'm not It's similar to Baltimore to me. I don't think I'm entirely blown away by their starting pitching. Mm -hmm. I mean, they have uh, Valdez, you know, who can pitch well. Yeah. Uh, JP France has a decent game every once in a while. Um, But their bullpen is rather solid. Yeah. With Presley closing and your old boy, Hector Neris. Hector, man. Um, I, I, I miss Hector. I've always loved Hector. He was our... One of our best friends, least favorite players. Oh, yeah, Nichols hated <laughs> Nichols hated Hector yeah. Neris. All-time uh, strikeout leader for the bullpen in Philly's history. Really? Yep. Wow. Yeah. How Not saves or anything, strikeout. He was, uh, he How was long was he there for? Six, seven plus. Hmm. Yeah. 
Wow, I didn't yeah. know. Hey, didn't Jonathan Papelbon is our all-time sage leader. Okay, okay. we have some weird <laughs> records. We got some weird records. I mean, they're uh, they're a weird team, but yeah, they are. I mean, but Houston, they gotta be at least a favor in some people's eyes because they've been in four World Series the past six seasons. Yeah, and I could see them doing it again. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I can't count out Houston in that regard. I agree. Uh, to go from defending champions to the least champions that's in the playoffs right now. <laughs> the least champions. But it, it, it's deserved, I think. Yeah. And I don't think I'm going to cause an uproar when I say that the Minnesota Twins are the weakest of the three division winners. They might be the weakest team in the entire playoffs. I agree. They have the least amount of wins of any American League playoff team, including the wildcard teams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a testament to how weak the Central Division is. Um, Seattle would have won mm-hmm. the AL Central if they played in it and would have made the playoffs. They were just unfortunate to be in a competitive American League West. And also they kind of did nothing after July and didn't try and make any moves to push them forward. But yeah. that's a mm-hmm. that's another topic. Yeah. Um, they have the 10th lowest average in baseball. Uh their lineup has been dealing with injuries, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, Correa hasn't been totally healthy. Uh, Royce Lewis, he's been hurt as well. Um, the one makes them stand out from the other two, from the Orioles and the Astros' perspective, is that their pitching has stepped up as their strength. Um, they have the highest strikeout percentage in baseball. And they are sixth in Team ERA. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks to another former Yankee, good old Sonny Gray, <laughs> who is the epitome of a man who goes to New York, struggles, leaves, and then becomes an all-star again mm-hmm. and pitches well. Yep. Um, if they want a shot of winning their first series in two decades, though, mm-hmm. their lineup needs to be healthy and hit well. Yeah. And their pitching needs to just continue what they've done in the regular season. Oh, and uh, Gallo's not healthy either. If he makes a difference in that lineup, I think he has like a 187 average. So I don't know if he's just a black hole in that lineup at this point. But Jeez. I think the Twins are pretty weak, and frankly, I don't see him making it very far. But it's the it's the postseason; anything can happen. Yeah, that's true. I don't see them. I see them winning at least one game, like I said in my hot take. But I don't know if I'm seeing them win the, win that series. Um, I yeah. agree. I think they'll win a game. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Now with the division winners out of the way, we have a pretty he- pretty heavy set of wild card teams Correct. in there that have been successful in their own right. I think they're heavier than the uh, NL. I agree. And uh, what better place to start with them with the good old Tampa Bay Rays? The good old Tampa Bay Rays? They're not even that old. What are they, 97? What year were they founded? 98. 98. No, I was a year off. It's, you know, it's younger than all, both of us. It, it's we're older. Not, it's it's old. Not, it's older in somebody's yeah, eyes. Yeah, but we're not old. It's older in. We're almost old. Age is a matter of perspective. Okay. All right. Move on. <laughs> Move on. But they're the winners of ninety nine games. Correct. Not one hundred and seventeen. No, like I predicted. And and a new stadium. Oh yeah, it's, that's right. We didn't get it. Did we get into that? I don't think so. No, oh, we think we mentioned it because I said I gave a shout out to the. Uh, the ownership that they weren't paying, the, the ownership was going to be paying for more than half of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's still in St. Pete, which some people don't like, and it's a dome, but hey, it's a new place. It's got to be an upgrade from Tropicana. Yeah. Well, at least it's got the dome on it, or not a tra- it, or at least a retractable roof of, of some sort, right? That's one thing we all agree on. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, the Rays, they had an incredibly, essentially, historic hot start to, this, to the year. Mm-hmm. They were 22-6 and six in the month of April. 
But after that, came back down to earth a bit. Yeah. They had a terrible month of July. They were 8-16. and 16. Yeah. Um, it, it pretty much allowed Baltimore to get back in the division race and take the division yeah. because of their struggles. Mm-hmm. And they've also had struggles internally. So they've had some pretty rough injuries in their rotation to deal with. Mm-hmm. They lost McClanahan. Yeah. Rasmussen was hurt. They lost like three or four guys to Tommy John, didn't they? Something crazy. It's, re- yeah. it's really sad. Uh, you know, losing low also. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, you had the Wander Franco situation. <sighs> we don't need to get into that. So it's been, a, it's been a bit messy. But even still to me, they're, they're a complete team. Uh, their pitching staff, despite the utter hatred I have of the pitching system that they have, and despite the injuries, is still strong with Eflin there, Glasnow in there, and a solid bullpen to boot. Zach Eflin, let's go. <laughs> and, you know, in the lineup, you still have a Rosarana, you know, who is an exciting player to watch. Uh, Yanni Diaz can get hits. You know, Josh Lowe, Paredes, Ferrine offense to that lineup. Yep. Um, again, this is another question of if they can stay healthy and have both the pitching and the hitting game hot at the right time. Yeah. Because if they do, they'll be, they'll be a tough beat. Yeah. I, 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 I agree. Sorry. Were you, sorry. I cut you off. No, go ahead. Um, I think the Rays are kind of like they're the way that they go about it with the pitching and everything. They will find a way, they find a way to win yeah. in my, in my I agree. estimate. Um, and a lot of them have been there before, even their newcomers, they've been there before because of the trades and like with Eflin, like he was there last year. So they know what it takes to win. Uh, and I think that experience, obviously with everything they've gone through with injuries, like it's pretty incredible that they still finished, like they got it to a hot start, but they went through a lot of injuries. Um, so I think that I wouldn't be surprised if they will one at all but i'm not i don't think that's my prediction but i would not be surprised if they can get it together yeah and go on the kind of hot run like they did in the beginning of the season yeah they could yeah they yeah. absolutely could yeah i don't want them to win though oh, oh <laughs> be they're, they're my division rival yeah. I, of course i don't want yeah, them no. to win you know um but at, going to another team that should have won their division uh in t- in the texas rangers Yeesh. the team that i and most people probably would prefer to win the american league west over Houston. Over Houston, yes. I don't know. I think I'm not wondering. overall. I don't mean overall. Yeah. Wait. You wait, you would wanted the t- Rangers to win it over Houston. Yeah. That's I, what I mean. You wouldn't have done it over Seattle. Seattle over. I, I probably would have done Seattle over Texas. Yeah. Same. But if I had to choose between oh, yeah. Houston or Arlington, yeah, Arlington. No, I, yeah. I agree. One hundred percent. But that's the hand we've been dealt. Yeah, that's uh, life. That's <laughs> life. Uh, like I said before, similar to the Rays, they got off to a great start, mm-hmm. uh, including an 18-9 and nine month of May. Mm-hmm. But man, did this team not finish well. No, they didn't. <laughs> they barely played 500 ball the last three months of the year. I think there were only a couple of games above 500 the last three months. Oh, gosh. Thanks in large part to that stunningly in that bullpen. <laughs> like uh, Aroldis Chapman? And Will Smith, they both blew five saves each. Each. Oh, my goodness gracious. You, you can't... I mean, no wonder why they lost that division. Yeah. Um, their starting pitching has been better than their bullpen, though it's still a little eh with a bunch of former Yankees in there. They also <laughs> lost... Uh, another reason why they lost is Josh Jung got hurt, Jonah Heim got hurt, and... Yeah. Um, was it Adelise Garcia? I think he got hurt too, and they were out for at least a couple weeks each. Like yeah. it was definitely Garcia wasn't out too long. No, there was another guy that got hurt for a little bit. Position player that got hurt for a, a minute. 
I know Josh Jung did. He was out for at least two months because he broke something in his hand. And then Jonah Heim was out for a little bit, at least three, four weeks. Uh, and that definitely put Jonah Heim was on a like top ten, um, at least top five catcher to be to be. A oh, top, totally. Yeah, I agree. Um, so yeah, they um, definitely dealt with some injuries. Yeah. Um, and I mean, people have been talking about. A long shot, though it's probably not going to happen. The Scherzer are returning, but I don't. I think he's going to do it. I think he's going to risk it. You think? So? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Are you kidding? He's going to be like, yeah, screw it. I'm just going to push through it. I mean, he's he's uh, does he have a uh, does he get his contract picked up or is he a free agent? I don't know. I, yeah, I think I think Scherzer is that type of guy. He's like, I'm just going to push through it. Oh, and Degrom. I didn't even bring up Degrom. Oh my gosh, that's we totally forgot about yeah. it. <laughs> Well, because it was so early in the yeah. year that that mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. Um, but the power of the Rangers is in their bats, clearly. Um, Corey Seager, heck of a year from him, you know, with his 320 average. Scherzer has another year left. So he could be like, we're this, we don't know if I'm going to be back next year. Like, I, he doesn't know if he's going to be like the, the team. Cause, uh, so that's just my opinion. Uh, perhaps. It's a, I, I think it's, it's a, Mad I, Max. I, it's Mad Max. He's going. I feel like he's just gonna be like, "Screw this! I'm gonna take a bunch of like legal pain meds that he can take and and everything." I think that also depends on how well the Rangers are gonna play too. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I, I don't know if he's gonna try and push himself if they're like losing super bad in Game Three of the Wild Card. Well, is he gonna or start or is he gonna is he gonna come in relief? Because if he's coming in relief, I don't think it's worth it. No, but I think if he's starting a game, I totally think I can totally see him doing it. I feel like the risk would be more prudent to take if it was like not the wild card series at the very least. Okay, so if you you think if they were to face the Orioles in the next round, Scherzer would. I, I think that's a better shot. Yeah. Oh yeah. In terms of like uh, realistic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. But I think from my perspective, I could totally see him. It's one one game three, and he's like. We got to get to the next round. We have to get to the next round. And he he puts in like four innings, five innings of just whatever he can give. Mm. That's my opinion. Yeah. It, I, I think Max is that type of player where he's like, all right, I I'm I know my limitations. I know that I can put through it for a little bit. Um, but we'll see. What kind of injury is it? Is it is it a bleak type of injury? I should know this, people. I should know this. Uh yeah, the Terry's major, a Terry's major muscle in his right shoulder. Yeah. Um. Hmm. He's limited to gr- flat ground work six hours ago. That was a, an article. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> if they're down, okay. If I would say if they're a one-one, and he just goes up to Bruce or he's like, just let me. Let me effing pitch, pretty much. I feel like he would actually say that to them. Okay. Like, just do it. Who would you rather have pitch? Who's the Who's the Rangers pitchers? Uh, you got Andrew Haney, but he's coming out of the bullpen. Montgomery's been pitching. Montgomery's right. been pitching well. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, and you got uh, Evaldi. He hasn't been that. No, great. he hasn't been as yeah. good. Uh, um, yeah. God, can you imagine that rotation with Degrom and Scherzer healthy? Yeah. Holy crap. Oh, yeah, and, and and if the other pitchers were pitching up the snuff, like Evaldi yeah. and Montgomery, John Gray got John hurt. Gray. John Gray got yeah. hurt. Yeah, God, what is that? That guy always always on the IL. Gosh. Anyway, I, that was a tangent. Yes. Scherzer can definitely get you on a tangent because because uh, uh, of his eyes. You ever look at his eyes? 
scary. It's scary. Um, <laughs> I'll bring it back to Corey Seager, oh, who's yeah. the heart of that lineup. Oh, yeah. Heck of a year from him with his 320 average. We'll finish second in MVP voting to none other than to Shohei Otani. Yeah. Um, you have two 100 RBI hitters in Simeon and Garcia. Mm-hmm. And you have other players in that lineup, when I look at it, I mean, they don't have terrible averages. I don't see, like, players dropping off below the Mendoza line. They're no. still, like, in the 250s, 260s. Yeah. They have the highest batting average in the American League and second behind the Braves in baseball. Yeah. Uh, those bats are going to need to continue to be hot. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And either the rotation's going to need to go the distance or that bullpen's got to step up. Like Hercules? Yes. <laughs> Anybody get that? You better get that reference, people. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it's going to be a pretty quick exit. It, I, I think it's going to hinge on the pitching. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think the Rays are going to win it. That 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 one yeah. easily. Uh, last but least, because they're the sixth seed. Correct. Is the Blue Jays? Yeah. Uh, how unfortunate it is to be in the American League East as a baseball team? <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're always that team that competes. So whether it be the Yankees and Red Sox of old or the Orioles and Rays this year, they usually end up in the middle of the pack. Yeah. Like 85, 86, 87 wins. Um, but they just have, they're just unfortunately playing all these other teams. Mm-hmm. But hey, middle of the pack in the division is still 89 wins. Mm-hmm. And that's still a good team uh, with all around talent, at least on paper, because you have, look at the names in this lineup. You have Vlad, you have Bichette, you have Kiermaier, you have Springer, you have Bell, you have Merrifield. you think they provide some pop. Correct. Um, after all, they don't strike out a ton, but the offense hasn't had quite the pop you'd expect from them. No. No. And it's really let them down, especially with the great starting rotation they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, best ERA of any American League team in this postseason. Uh, but... At the Blue Jays want a shot against the other teams. Vlad, Bichette, Kiermaier, Strainer, those guys, they got a hit. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I mean, Vlad had a down year yeah. for, for himself. And uh, I think, who was it? I mean, uh, Springer had a fairly down year. Yeah. Um, for what he's getting paid. Bichette still hit 300. Yeah, and he was out for a little bit, too. Yeah. Um, he's a fun player to watch. I think he's the most... Uh, when Vlad's not on, like when Vlad's obviously doing his thing, he's the most exciting. But Bo Bichette, when he's, when he's fun, he's fun to watch right now. I kind of feel, I feel... It makes me feel bad for their starting rotation, just a little bit because they're my rival. But, I mean, you have Bassett and Barrios and Gosman, they're... I mean, they're pitching great oh, yeah. games, but they have records of like 11 and 12. <laughs> yeah. Because the offense has just not picked it up. And you wouldn't think that that offense would struggle with how much they have in that lineup. It just no. it doesn't make sense. Sometimes the bats just go away. Yeah. Um, yeah. But with all that said, um, this was a bit tough for me to mull through exactly who's going to come out of the American League. Yeah. Uh, did you go through like, did you go through each uh, series like, a series by series to see who would advance or do you just pick a just very briefly okay but this is how i think it's going to play out okay um i think toronto will provide enough rotational strength against a hurting twins team to beat them out i agree uh however i do not believe it'll be enough against houston okay yeah yeah houston's got more of an edge in how their lineup is played especially in the big spot okay gotcha um, all right, so you uh, have I, mean, the, I mean, unless the 
unless like we said, the Blue Jays offense starts to get going, yeah. but if they continue as they are, yeah. I think Houston's going to... Because other than Verlander, I mean, they have Valdez too, Ver- Valdez and Verlander, but yeah. the Houston starting pitching depth isn't what it was. No, it's not. It's not. Yeah. And so I think that's where Toronto has the advantage. It's just yeah. Houston always seems to come Exactly. Um, I could see that series going seven. Well, if wing goes, if wing goes. Oh, seven. sorry, it's five. It it's, five. That's right, it's yeah. a division series. Yeah. Division I could series. see that going five. Yes, um, that's another thing. I think that the division series should be a seven-game series. Yeah. That's a, that's my that's my yeah. take. Um, as for the Rangers and the Rays, neither team was spectacular in the second half, but I think the Rangers were too mediocre. Okay, and don't have much in the way of momentum to carry them on. Mm-hmm. So I think the Rays will play the Orioles, and that to me is the most interesting matchup. It's it's they had some good games. Yeah, they've a had some weeks good ago. games. Yeah, this, they did this year. Um, you got two teams when they're at their best are exciting and can can compete with the best. Mm-hmm. Um, with that said, Tampa is the stronger rotation, mm-hmm. and I think Baltimore is still a bit too young, and they're missing their closer. Um, to me, Baltimore's greater fall classic chances are going to be next year. Okay. I think have a little more development, have their get a little healthier again. Um, so I'm going to go with the Rays, and they'll advance to the ALCS. Okay. So my ALCS will be Houston and Tampa. Oh, God. Ugh, gross. I know. It's my nightmare Samar- uh, scenario, but I think that's what's going to happen. Please don't let that be true, Lord. Please. Um, statistically, they're very similar teams. The statistics aren't everything. On the one hand, I do like Tampa's chances of being Houston in the best of seven. They did it in 2020, after all. Uh, And they have a deeper rotation, like you said. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, Houston has the kind of players who have shown themselves to arise to the occasion in the playoffs over the last few years. They just, like like you said, they just find a way to win games, as frustrating as it is. And I still don't believe when one comes down to it, the Astros are the team that gets the job done when they need to. Uh, breaking news on my phone. Can I just finish Sorry. that real quick? And for that reason, I think they're going to come out of the American League again. So annoying. So it's very... Oh, dude, do you, do you have any idea how much it hurts me to say that? Hey, I lost to them last year. I lost to them in like three ALCSs. Okay, yeah. You didn't <laughs> lose the big one, though. You didn't lose the Super Bowl or the the World Series Super Bowl. <laughs> football on the mind. Yeah, no, not really. I'm, I'm I haven't been enjoying football. But what's your breaking news? Uh, Phil Nevin will not be back with the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Does that surprise you? Um, not like it surprises me a tad because I think players really liked him, but I hope this is just like a start of. They're gonna completely clean house. Like I think they every, need to, well, everything. Well, that's why I don't think it's much a surprise. I think they need to do that. But that means Trout needs to go. He needs it, to go. It, it, it might that that might de- that's probably what they're gonna have to do. Th- but he said he wants to stay there. He said that. Yeah. Okay. And this is just that's what, what he, he sa- said. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he has a no trade clause. He has a hundred something million, hundred and eighty million dollars or something left on that deal. Would he be committed to such a rebuild? I don't know because he'll be thirty. He'll be in he's late. He's getting 30. out there. He'll be he's in his late thirties by the yeah. time they turn that around. Because it could be four or five years, and then he's in late thirties. You know, he, I don't think that would. I don't think that'd be good. He needs to go somewhere else, not the Mets, somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, 
I saw that on my phone and I was like, oh, yeah. I can tell it. So, and all I, right. now I'm going to turn it over to you for the other league, which I'm probably going to be cheering on a bit more than the American yeah. League, and that's the National yeah. League. Yeah, it's kind of my dad used to root for the National League like when the Phillies were out, and, but now things aren't as like they, they've gone a different path. I root for the AL normally, as long as it's not the Rays or uh, the Astros, honestly. <laughs> um, but I'm rooting for an American League team uh, if the Phillies don't win. I'm rooting for the O's if they don't, if the Phillies don't advance. But um, yeah, the NL, where I think that, you know, like with Kev's, the wildcard teams definitely have some powerhouses there. The NL, I think the powerhouses are in the division winners, and then the wildcard teams are really just like there. Except the Phillies, I think, are could be either or. I, I would agree. I mean, the Phillies to me are one of those weird teams. They remind me of the Blue Jays in a way. Yeah. Where it's like on paper, you look at their lineup and you look at their rotation and it's like, man, this team should be winning at least 90, 95 games a year. Yeah. But something just happens. People get hurt and they don't perform up mm-hmm. to snuff. Yeah. And they fall below that. They yeah. still make the playoffs. Yeah. The pride example, prime example is the Phillies got off to a slow start. Harper was out of the lineup. Uh, Trey Turner was struggling all the way up till August. Um, the Phillies just weren't getting it together until June. And so they got off to a slow start with that. Um, and then towards the end of the season, the bullpen was struggling. But anyway, um, I am excited for this these postseason matchups. Uh, I do think that there are a couple teams that are going to be just like surprised they're there, the Marlins. Um, but the thing is, I also believe that the Marlins could be a scary team because in the Marlins playoff history – other than 2020, which they shouldn't have got in, that was just a fluke year. Yeah. Uh, every time that the Marlins have gone to the po- postseason, they've won the World Series. Mm-hmm. Other than 2020, mm-hmm. so that scares me. Anyway, so let's kind of deep uh, get a deep deeper dive, kind of like Kevin. Mine's a little bit different, but we're gonna talk about it. Um, but I'll start with the number one seed with the Atlanta Braves. They are easily far and away the best team in baseball. I agree. They are the most well-rounded. Uh, pitching, hitting, defense, they have it all together. Their offense is the best part of the team, uh, and it's truly incredible. They tied the record for most home runs in a season, I believe, with the Twins set in 2019, which also Eddie Rosario was on the same team for. Um, But they have had some pitching injuries. Max Reed's on the IL, Mm -hmm. and Charlie Martin's on the IL currently, Mm -hmm. both with finger injuries. Um, And that definitely can be concerning because if you do not have pitching depth for the postseason, that can hurt you as much as their offense can lead you to uh, high, you know, a long future and a long stretch run in the postseason. But I don't think Morin's out for the whole postseason. No, no, no. They just just a division series. Yeah, yeah. So, but that's the thing. If if the Phillies go in advance, they have to play the Phillies, and the Braves are scared of the Phillies. Do you want to know why? Last year, the Braves, they were all they were the number one seed again. Oh, wait, no. Was the Dodgers the number one seed? Anyway, the Braves were, they had a bye. And they didn't do anything when they had the bye. They just kind of just did their thing, just practiced. They are now holding simulated games open to the public this time around because they don't want to go through what they did last year and lose to the Phillies in uh, four games. So... The Braves are scared. Even Brian Snichter said uh, the Phillies are a scary team and no one wants to face them. And I agree. So 
while the Braves are the best team all around, they definitely are scared. They have that in the back of their mind where they're like, crap, I don't. And look at Spencer Strider. He literally said that fans shouldn't be in the stadium. He's like, if that was one thing he could change about MLB, he would say that there's no fans. What an idiot. What a jerk. Why Why would, if I was a Braves fan, I'd be like, what is wrong with you, man? Like, I'm there to support you. So, but Spencer Strider, obviously, he's had a great year, even though he had a 3.86 ERA. He was 20-5 and five with 281 strikeouts, set a Braves record. Um, but that starting pitching definitely can be a concern yes. if Max Fried and Charlie Morton, Charlie Morton aren't 100% by the time they get to the division series and moving on. Uh, Bryce Elder's been pretty good over the season, um, but they their they're pitching depth scared is probably their weakest length right now just because if they were healthy i don't see a weakness in them honestly yeah. their bullpen's been pretty solid um except for rossio iglesias against bryce harper he, bryce harper has he's like five batting 500 with him against him in like 10 at bats with four home runs so if i want if there's a postseason matchup i'm looking forward to the most if i can happen it's harper versus iglesias yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree that this starting rotation is not necessarily... I mean, they had the potential to be great, but they're not exactly, yeah. you know, Maddox and Glavin yeah, no, and Smoltz. No. Um, they've had their struggles over the season, especially in the second half of the year with the injuries and them kind of slowing down a little bit. I mean, yeah. Spencer Strider didn't look his best no. over the last couple months. Nope. So I think that's definitely a concern and one the Phillies should definitely take advantage of if they play them. Yeah, if, if they play them. If they play them. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm... Obviously, you have uh, Acuna, Matt Olson, um, Austin Riley, yeah. all those guys. It's they're dangerous. They, yeah. Oh you, yeah, it's a lineup that you're like, crap. I have to face this team, yeah. um, and I hate that. I hate the fact that they're all so young, and this is going to be probably another four or five years of being solid Braves baseball. But um, I think that the Braves. They have a solid shot. They, have, I think, they have the best shot if they, everything goes right. They have the best, most talented team, uh, by any by a means of all of them. So totally. that's the number one seed, Atlanta Braves. Going on to the second seed, which is a team that I said wouldn't make the playoffs in my predictions. Uh, that is the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, they finished with over a hundred wins, and again, I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they freaking do it. They lost Walker Buehler for the year. They lost, uh, I mean, Julio Urias got the domestic violence stuff going on. Dustin Mays out for the year. Uh, Clayton Kershaw missed a month and a half, two months. Um, Syndergaard was terrible for them, and then they cut him. Gonsolin was hurt at the beginning of the year and then ended up getting hurt later and is out for the year with Tommy John surgery. I don't know how they do it. They have 100 wins, and that was their top, their starting rotation right there. I just don't know how they do it. Their offense picked it up this year. They did. They did pick it off. Because I, mean, I mean, because the Dodgers, historically, they're, I mean, not that they haven't had great hitters, but their strength is really in the pitching. Yeah. Historically. Yeah. But now when you have guys like Betts and Freeman and, you know, Muncie and yeah. J.D. Martinez in the lineup, it's pretty to, good. To put that in perspective, they're pitching. They only had four pitchers go above 100 innings, and none of them went over 132. Mm. that's ridiculous wow. yeah. that's ridiculous and it's pretty low and yeah the kershaw's the top he was 13 and 5 with 131 innings pitched so uh, and he hasn't been i had my fantasy team he was pitching more than five innings moving on so uh, obviously you have bets and freeman the top two which i think is the number one 
one-two punch in MLB right now. Those two guys are fan-freaking-tastic. I love those guys. So I don't think their offense is necessarily weakness. I think that they're solid. They put it together. Um, you know, Jason Hayward coming out of nowhere with a rebuild season. Now they do play matchups. They bat him against righties, which makes sense. They have enough. They have enough depth in that sense where they they pick, pick and choose where they can they can win, and they're good at that. That's what's Dave Roberts' strength in the Dodgers' strength. They have analytics and figuring out that way. That's their strength. Again, pitching. They're stop. They're Kershaw probably game uh, one starter, in my opinion. He should be. That's He's been there before. Bobby Miller will probably be their second, but he's a rookie. He was 11-4 with 3.76, but he was solid, solid pitcher. But he's still, he's 21, 20-something years old. Um, and because of their other injuries, Lance Lynn is their other that they traded for, and mm-hmm. he's been, he's 7-2 and two with them with a 4.36. And he's had postseason experience. I, but I'm wondering if they're going to go for um, another, like the, one of their younger guys, um, Emmett Sheehan, who has been pretty open okay. He's got a 4.92, but I think he had some bad starts in there because um, he's got a 1.19 whip, which is really good. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how they go with their rotation, but their bullpen's always solid. It always comes together. They got Gratterall. They got, um, uh, what's the other guy's name? Oh, gosh, what's his freaking name? I'm looking at it right now. Evan Phillips. Yeah, he had 27, uh, 24 saves. It, I think that the Dodgers will be in the ALCS. I'm not, or NLCS. I think that I'm, I don't need to make a predictions right now. I'll go through that at the end. But mm-hmm. um, the Dodgers, other than, if their pitching is just okay, I think that they will be okay, pretty pretty okay. Because um, their offense is annoyingly good. Um, but especially with the top two with Freeman and Betts. But mm. again, I picked them to not win or not make it to the playoffs. You Be- did. Because I felt that they didn't have the depth and they found a way to get depth. Their farm system is just ridiculous. Yeah. The fact that they were able to do this. When I think of a, a well run organization, one of the first teams that comes to mind to me is the Dodgers. Yeah. 100%. Farm system from top down, from, I mean, this could be Kershaw's last year, and he's just set an example for every single guy in that in that clubhouse. And then you have good clubhouse guys with Freeman and Betts, like two solid guys that are very professional. Uh, Freddie Freeman might be my favorite player. That's not a Philly. It, maybe we'll see. But it's he's. I I wish he was a Brave. I feel like mm-hmm. I. It's weird seeing him in a Dodger uniform. Anyway, moving on. That was the number two seed. Number three seed who. I thought at the when I was going through my research with this could have a chance to win the World Series because of how hot they were and their pitching depth. But on my way here, I got a notification that Brandon Woodruff is uh, going to miss the wild card series with shoulder injury, or I believe a shoulder injury. Mm. And that is a huge, huge blow to the Brewers because Woodruff's the number two starter uh, after Corbin Burns. Corbin Burns is solid. And their pitching has always been their bullpen is flat out ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like Devin Williams, uh, what's their other pitcher's name? Um, God's blanking. I'm blanking. I'm blanking. I'm blanking. Um, he, he can just throw freaking. Oh, uh, Uribe. He throws. It's just throws junk up there. Get it? Junk ball. Anyway, um, but they definitely have a shot to make some noise in the postseason, in my opinion. Their offense kind of got hot at the end of the year. They got some young guys back. 
Uh, Carlos Santana was a good pickup for them. Mark Canna was a fantastic pickup for him. Yeah. He was killing it. He had a couple grand slams. Um, the one against the Phillies, it was annoying. Um, but their offense started to put it together. And William, Contr- uh, William Contreras mm-hmm. is annoyingly good. Annoyingly good. Uh, he, he can hit. He just comes in the clutch from what I've, when I've seen him hit. But uh, the one thing annoys me about him is his framing behind the plate. He will literally be like a little leaguer trying to frame a pitch out that was five feet outside. And I'm just like, dude, stop it. You're really it's, – it's just a joke to the game. But I, I mean, even Christian Yelich, I mean, didn't have a terrible year this year. I know he's fallen off, but yeah, not he's, a, he's still been like a, a usable player. Yeah, no. You know? Yeah, he, um, he had 19 home runs, 76 RBIs. 817 yeah. OPS. Not the MVP that he was. No, no. Um, I hope he comes back to MVP level. That'd be great. But um, yeah, their offense isn't... There's always been the thing with the Brewers. Their offense has never been... Except when they had Fielder and Braun. Mm-hmm. I think they're... But recently, it's been about their pitching. Yeah. Um, so if they get some timely hits, they can make some noise. That like I was going to pick them to win the World Series before Brandon Woodruff got hurt. That was going to be my pick, but I had to change that because I don't think with, – with that hurt, I think that they're going to struggle a little bit. But once you get past another bullpen, their bullpen is nasty. That's you, their that, They have the best bullpen in the majors. You said how long is he going to be out? Uh, it's He's just going to miss the wild card series for right now, but okay. he could miss more because the shoulder injury, you never know. Yeah. Same thing with Scherzer. Like, I think he's going to come back, but he's already been out. Yeah. Um, I, I, I imagine the Brewers is the ultimate sleeper pick. Yeah, um, that's that's how th- I feel. Because everybody, I mean, I don't know if it's just the East-West Coast bias or just yeah. how good the Dodgers and the Braves have been, but Milwaukee on their own, yeah, they're a good team. Yeah, they, and they could be a great team it, it once if they put it all together. They had a good second half after they got some acquisitions at the trade deadline. They got hot. They were pitching well. They were hitting well. Um, I don't want to go to Milwaukee to face Milwaukee if that was the case uh, in the future uh, for the Phillies. But um, yeah. I think they can make some noise. Their bullpen, in, in my opinion, is the best bullpen. Like, I know that the stats uh, would show. Who was it you said? Who, who had the best bullpen? I can't remember. You said it earlier. Was it the Orioles? No, not. I didn't say best bullpen, just like best, like, pitching. Oh, yeah. 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 I think that the. If, if I'm. What I said when I was uh, coming in here today was I think the Brewers' pitching is built for the postseason with their depth. And and the nastiness that they have. I would say I would say they would be. I mean, technically, I'm looking at it right now. The Yankees have the best in terms of ERA, but yeah, I think the it, Brewers are still better. And ERA is an end all be all, it's, just and because, it's not. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's a good indication. I think yeah. that in terms of like nasty pitchers, I think that yeah. the Brewers will have the best bullpen. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's all the three division winners, and I think either one, all three of those teams haven't very good shot to win the world series i think all three could easily win uh handily uh, obviously the brewers are that team where like they have to have a little bit more go right because of their uh the hitting not being and then their injury to brandon woodruff but um everyone else solid and now we'll go to the number four seed which is uh my own philadelphia phillies which i believe are a scary team in the playoffs if everything goes right now the biggest weakness they have right now is their bullpen and a little bit of their starting pitching depth because once you get past Wheeler, 
the starting pitching, Nola's been inconsistent. Ranger's been inconsistent too, even though a lot of fans love Ranger. Um, and then uh, uh, Michael Lorenzen's been inconsistent since the no hitter. Uh, Tywin Walker's been awful, complete awful. He he has the worst ERA in the first inning. Uh, I think it's like a seven ERA in the first inning. It's absolutely horrible. He can't. I was talking with someone. He can't be on the postseason roster because of how bad he's been. Um, but that's and then once you get to the bullpen, bullpen should be good. They on paper they should, should be good, but they've been struggling the second half of the season and mostly in September. Um, in August they were pretty. Good. I think they were okay, but September they were struggling hard. Kimbrel had close some blown saves. They brought back Alvarado. He is nasty. Like I can't wait to see him pitch in the postseason because of his energy. Um, but Gregory Soto has been completely inconsistent the entire year. Um, and a lot of the other guys in the bullpen just aren't like, I don't know if they're ready for it now. And then, uh, Orion Kirkering, who just came up literally last week, he today, Rob Thompson said that he's going to be a focal point and a situational guy in the bullpen. Like he's going to be in a big situations. And I'm like, this dude was in single A at the beginning of the year, and he's going to be pitching in the postseason, possibly going up against, you know, uh, who are the Marlins top guys? Luis Arise um, and um, Jazz Chisholm and uh, Jake Berger. <laughs> Berger. And oh, what's the tall guy's name? Gosh, Jorge Soler. He's the guy that I'm scared about the most because he just always seems to annoy the, the Phillies. Um, but yeah, the Phillies bullpen and pitching is definitely our weakest right now. I like I think the starting rotation will actually be pretty good. I think Aaron Nola will actually put together some good starts, a good enough, good enough starts. Wheeler I think will be good enough. That's what I think. The Phillies just need to be good enough, good enough as pitching. They be- should because their offense be. will their offense will come. The Phillies come in clutch. They're that scary team. There's team. Prime example today, I heard on the radio. You know, the Marlins and Diamondbacks clinched on Saturday. And mm-hmm. there was a possibility for them to be the five or six seed, depending upon what they did in the sta- in the in that game. They rested everyone. Because they were like, Okay, if we lose, that means that we have get to face the brewer uh the Brewers. And if we win, that means we have to face the Phillies. So they both were like, Screw, it. we're not gonna we don't want to face the Phillies. And the Braves don't want to face the Phillies. And, Everyone saw what happened last year with the Phillies when they got hot and when they have home field advantage. That home field advantage is nothing like any other thing I've seen. And I witnessed it firsthand. I was at Bedlam at the Bank and I was at World Series Game 3. Bedlam at the Bank was the most crazy I've ever seen people in my entire life. I felt the stadium shake more than I've ever felt anything. It was incredible. My brother lost his voice for five, day, five six days. I've told that before on the podcast. I really hope the Phillies put it together. But I think that it's just going to be a little bit short, in my opinion. That's my opinion. I think that if they get past the Marlins, that they have a shot. Because that Brave series is going to be a lot of fun because of how much the rivalry between us. Um, but yeah, if the, I'm not worried about the offense whatsoever. Even though they got no hit last year in the postseason, I think this offense definitely has the camaraderie. That doesn't count. I know it doesn't count. But um, anyway, Phillies... They're dangerous if they get past the Marlins. Marlins always bother us, and they're facing two lefties with Jesus Lazardo and Braston Garrett. And, you know, we have Schwarber, Harper, Stott, Marsh, guys that we want, need to rely on. They have struggled against uh, those guys. 
And the guys that would be starting against the Phillies are 4-0 this year against – or the Marlins are 4-0 when they've made those starts against the Phillies. So that's bothersome to me. Speaking um, of. Yeah. Bothersome. The Marlins. Oh, the Marlins. Oh, yes. Yeah. I was – I was trying to transition it for you. Yeah, uh, good job. Well, they're the yeah they're the five seed. Correct. Um, I had them. I had I have some tabs up, and and the Diamondbacks are switched with them. But <laughs> five seed, the Miami Marlins, who got hot at the end of the year, at the end of the year, and had some good pickups uh, at the trade deadline uh, from their GM. Uh, Jake Berger was a solid pickup. Um, Josh Bell was a solid pickup at the first couple weeks that he. Pitch, uh, played for them. Um, unfortunately for the Marlins, Sandy Alcantara got hurt, which yeah. was a big blow. Oh, yeah. uh, um, even though he was having a down year, like he finished seven and twelve with a four point one four, which is coming off a Cy Young Award winner. That's uh, not good. But the top two guys, Jesus Lazardo and Braxton Lazardo, is still great. Yeah, yeah. Lazardo is fantastic. Uh, he was ten and nine with a three point six three but that doesn't really reflect the kind of season he had i don't think because no, he, he was dominant he was dominant. he gave up a lot of home runs yeah uh with 22 or actually braxton garrett and alcantara both gave up 20 plus um but uh i mean lozardo they had the hitters are hitting 241 against him and he's he's got some nasty stuff coming from the left side um the the weakness for the marlins is that they just don't really have a ton of star power and they're kind of like that scrappy team where they kind of have to have things go their way. I mean, they got some pop with Bell, um, Solaire, and Berger, but it's just uh, they have some. They've been inconsistent. They're going to have to scrap away some w- w- wins uh, if they're going to advance. Um, Tanner Scott, who uh, came in to be their closer late in the season, has been solid, and he uh, has been really good for them. And I know that he's been uh, been. Uh, really good against the Phillies. So their bullpen's been okay. They have some some good guys in their bullpen. Um, I don't see them. I just don't think they have enough star power like they had in previous years in the postseason when they had Miggy in 2003 and Josh Beggett. Um, they had Pudge on that team, too. They did have Pudge on that team, yeah. Um, wait, in the 2003? Yep. Yeah. What am I thinking of, 97? Was he on that team, too? I don't think he was on that no, team. No, no but yeah. in 2003, he was on yeah, that team. Correct, yeah. correct, correct. Um, I, I'm scared. And the reason why I'm hesitant to say that the Marlins will do well is because, like, I think the Phillies will win. I think the Phillies will end up winning this series, but I think it'll go three games, and even though it shouldn't, but I think that the Marlins just find ways to be annoying. Um, and if they do advance, I don't see them advancing past the Braves. I don't. I don't. I think the Braves aren't afraid of the Marlins, and I think the Braves would be like, "All right, we we're, we got this," and they're going to coast. Um, but if they, I think that they could be pretty solid next year, in my opinion. So I don't think that the Marlins have a ton of shot, just because they don't have a ton of star power. Um, just they've been inconsistent. Like they were around five hundred most of the year or a little bit above, and then they struggled a little bit, and then they got hot at the end. Um, so it, that's just my opinion on them. So I think it'll be a good series. I'm going to game three, or game two, and I hope I'm seeing a clinching game and not an elimination. That would be awful. Phillies are 7-6 and six against Miami this year. Yeah. It's, they should be better, though, against yeah. them. And it's I wish Alcantara was pitching because we handle Alcantara well. We've won with like the first two starts we had against the year. We rocked him. So we'll see. We'll see. 
I, I think it'll be a good series. I don't think it'll be easy series for either team. Um, I think it'll be uh, a three-game series. And then last but not least, uh, because I think the Marlins are actually the least of the teams, uh, the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks are young. This is the team that people thought would be the surprise team. Not the surprise team, but like the, the team that could make that next leap uh, to get into the postseason. And they got in. They got in as the, as the last seed. Uh, they were... They were pretty good for most of the year. They had some struggles. They they were like hot, and then they'd be really cold, and they'd be hot and really cold. Um, so not really consistent. Uh, but they have some really talented players. Corbin Carroll is easily going to win Rookie of the Year. Um, but they got some pop with Christian Walker. Cattell Marte is a great player. And Larise Gurriel is a fantastic power in the middle of the lineup. Uh, but, and they're, they're starting pitching with Gallon and... Um, uh, Merrill Kelly is pretty solid, but I once you get past that, they really don't have it. Drops a, off, it drops yeah. off a significant amount, and Zach Davies is no longer on the roster because he got DFA. So see you later, scumbag. Um, anyway, I'm all about second chances, but it's hard to see that guy getting another chance. It's two and five with a seventy RA. Yeah, as a diamond. Yeah, makes, makes you think twice. Gosh, what a <laughs> Anyway, if you weren't listening to our other podcast, he was on uh, my top five of. Um, wall of shame because he cheated on his wife and ghosted her for two years and then posted on Instagram congratulating them on their anniversary while he was having an affair. So yeah, he got DFA. Anyway, back to the postseason playoff picture with the Diamondbacks. Uh, now that Zach Davies is not on the roster, their pitching is definitely their weakest point. Mm-hmm. Their bullpen has been inconsistent too. Yeah, uh, I don't see the, like once you get past and Zach Allen and Merrill Kelly are not pitching game one they're not pitching in game one because they had to use them to get into the playoffs. Mm. So that's going to be tough uh, going up against the Brewers. And yeah. And Seawald's not the most intimidating closer. closer. No, he's not. No, no, he's not. And they traded for him. They yeah. traded to get him from Seattle and Seattle didn't make the playoffs. Nope. I, I, I sometimes I don't understand. I don't understand, but their offense is pretty good. Is pretty fun to watch. If they can find ways to win on offense, they can probably get past the Brewers, in my opinion. That's if the Brewers pitching, the, the starting pitching doesn't hold up. But like they, the Diamondbacks have to get to the Brewers early if they're going to advance. Yeah. Uh, once, if they don't get to them early, I don't see the Diamondbacks winning winning a game. I don't. Um, they are fun to watch. Like This is their, they're too young. That was going to be my, my top thing with them is they're too young to I think they're too early. You kind of think how with the Orioles, they're just a year early in terms of like what their potential could be. It's kind of how I feel about the Diamondbacks. I feel like the Diamondbacks could be two years away, where like next year they advance, like they win the division maybe uh, instead of the uh, Dodgers. But then the following years, like they get some trades, they bring up some of their pitching prox- uh, prospects and kind of put it all together. So that's my opinion with that to succeed. I think they could. I think Diamondbacks probably are the team that I maybe don't see them winning a game, even though I said that the Marlins might be the lowest seed. I think just because of matchups. I agree. I think that the, I don't think it's a good matchup for the Diamondbacks facing the Brewers. Um, if they get to them early, like I said, I could see it, but no, I, I don't think the Diamondbacks are going to win. They'd be cool. I would root for the Diamondbacks. They're a fun team to watch. They would be my team out yeah. of the National League. If there's any National League team that I would root for, it would be the Diamondbacks, other than the Phillies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's my postseason preview at a glance. Now I'll give my NL predictions of what I think's gonna in terms of the bracket. 
Um, so first, oh, also I want to talk after this. I want to talk about the the timing of the games because I think that's really interesting. How both NL series are playing during the day, and then the NL series are playing at night. I I don't get that. all three, and they're all. I think all three games. All those teams are playing at the same time every same day. Same time. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I think that's interesting. But uh, so I'll start with the lowest um, seeds uh, with the Diamondbacks and the Brewers. I think the Diamondbacks are going to struggle uh, with Brewers pitching, even with Woodruff out. I think that the Brewers just are a little bit – it's a bad matchup for the Diamondbacks. A young team, they're going to be aggressive. I think that Brewers are going to take advantage of that. So I think the Brewers will advance into that. Phillies, Marlins – I think the Phillies just have a little bit more in terms of what against the Marlins. And I think the Phillies are going to have that home field advantage. That's going to really benefit them. Uh, I do think this series will go three games. I don't want it to as a Phillies fan, but I think it'll go three games and I think the Phillies will advance. Um, so the Brewers and Phillies advancing. Then you got the uh, Brewers at the Dodgers for a five game series. That one, I I think it's a toss-up. I think it's going to go five just because the Dodgers' pitching depth isn't what it used to be. Uh, but pitching out, uh, I think I think that basically the home team is going to win each game, that game, that series. It'll be the, like the Dodgers will take two, and then the Brewers will take two, and then the Dodgers will take, go back and take, take their home field. Um, and so I think the Dodgers will probably move on. But... Yeah, if I think if the Brewers had Brandon Woodruff, I think I'd probably take the Brewers. So not knowing whether or not Brandon Woodruff's going to pitch or not, I'm going to go with the Dodgers. But if Brandon Woodruff was to pitch in that series, I think I would take the Brewers in that. So, all right, so we got the Dodgers in the NLCS as the two seed. Now, the series that probably everyone in Philadelphia wants to see because it's a rematch of last year's division series, mm-hmm. and the Braves are scared. Hmm. The Braves are scared. If the Phillies get past the Marlins, I think the Phillies are getting past the Braves. I think it'll you be think so. I think it'll be five games. I think it'll be a long series. I think the NL has some good matchups in the second round. The second round, if 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 it works out the way that it's going to work out for me, I fully expect the Phillies to advance past the Braves. It'll be five games. Like it'll be like there'll be a couple blowouts and then two close games, and then the game five will be like, all right, what's going to happen? It's going to matter the matchups for the Phillies pitching because if I mean Nola they they've seen these guys a ton. They they know each other so well. Indeed. Um I actually thought about uh, seeing how much tickets were cuz I have family uh, family friends in Atlanta. I'm like, you know, I could stay I could stay with them and you know, see if, go see if, go see them clinch. So. So that's my prediction. I think the Phillies will advance. It'll be close. It'll be five games. It won't be like last year where the Phillies kind of dominate a little bit and, you know, but I think the Braves are a little bit scared. I think they're a little bit more confident that, you know, they're going to be a little bit more prepared for it, but I still think that they're scared of the Phillies. I don't think if the Marlins win, I think that they're, like I said, they're going to be a little more conf- uh, confident. But if the Phillies come in, like the Phillies were there last year, they know what – they don't want to go back to Citizens Bank and play. So I got the Dodgers and the Phillies in the NLCS. And I think the Phillies are a better team than the Dodgers. When it all comes down to it, I think the Phillies are a better team than the Dodgers. I think it's going to come down to the bullpen. If the bullpen comes to it, 
I think it'll be the Phillies uh, taking over the Dodgers. That's just I know I'm doing a homer right now, okay, but I'm not scared of any of these teams, really. The, the Braves have had some pitching injuries. We can beat them before. The Dodgers are not as not as much. They don't have as much depth. They obviously get it done in the postseason. But I think the Phillies, if everything goes if everything goes right for the Phillies, they could easily win the World Series. So I think that the Phillies will win the be in the championship series in the NL, and uh, they will win the NL. Now I don't know who's going to be in the. So if it was up to us, it would be a rematch of last year's World Series. Yes, uh, my pick of National League teams would be different. Yeah. Um, I get the part that a lot of this is a head game. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, I do believe that there is a sense that the Phillies are in the Braves' head. I still think that there's a little more fire in them this year to actually overtake the Phillies mm-hmm. if it comes down to it. I would agree. And they're a little bit more... I feel like they bounced back in some ways from last year too. So like Acuna, for instance, yeah. did not like was still recovering from injury in 2022, and mm-hmm. now he's had a 40 70 season, which is a four, who who does that? <laughs> no a one. Four, a, no one. That's the first time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I do. Thought, I'm not. I'm not saying it's going to be a total sweep of the Phillies. I think it will definitely be competitive. Do you think it'd be five? Yes. Okay. I think it will go five, but I think Atlanta will just edge them out. Okay. Do you think it'd be close game five, or do you think it'd be a blowout? I think it depends on who's starting. Okay. Yeah. I think that the Phillies are the type of team where they kind of like rise to the occasion. Like obviously last year they got lucky in the game one, game one of the wild card where they were, they had like one hit going into the ninth inning and then Ryan Hesley just fell apart and they didn't, they didn't look back from that. Though I do, I I would say I'll throw this out there that if I think they do get past the Braves, I think they will make this world series because coming off beating a, juggernaut like Atlanta, everyone's saying, oh, they're going to make the World Series. Yeah. And then winning it to play the Dodgers, I think they're going to carry that momentum right through to L.A. Yeah, you got that mojo. You got that swagger going. You're like, you know what? We can beat anyone. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's kind of how they felt last year, too. Like, they beat the Cardinals, who were a 93-94 win team last year. Good team. And then they just they manhandled the Braves. Like, just completely destroyed them. Um, obviously it was 1-1 going in back to Philly, but as soon as you came back to Philly, it was over. Yeah. Like, the Phillies just they came in clutch. Um, and that's another thing. The Phillies, a lot of the, like, last year, they had to rely on Bryson Stott, who was young and didn't know how, and he came in clutch. This year, Bohm's a lot better. Trade Trey Turner this year instead of uh, Gene Segura, which is huge. Um, and Harper's playing first instead, of, and the Chorber's not in left which is another big thing. So that way they can have Schwarber DH and they can have a lot more depth pieces. It's really their pitching and their bullpen, which was really good last year uh, in the in the World Series, in the playoffs. But this year it'd be interesting. Okay, so I'll go through my AL prediction just to, because you think that, do you think that the, who's your NL pick? I have to go with Atlanta, I think. Atlanta? Yeah, okay. ultimately. Okay. I don't think they're going to... I think they're going to have some struggles. I don't think they're going to totally breeze through the playoffs. Yeah. I think they will finally make that leap. Okay. Because, okay. I mean, they were the champions of 2021. They won... I think they won 100 games last year, too, didn't they? Yeah. I think they could do it again. Okay. All right. So, your matchup is the uh, Atlanta Braves versus the Houston Astros. And it'll, I, it'll be a rematch of yeah, 2021. Again, don't tell me your... your uh, your winner yet? I want to because that's gonna we're gonna wait for that. Um, in the AL for me, I'm rooting for the O's so bad. 
but I don't want to face them in the World Series because then I'm like, crap. I just, I don't want to. I just don't want that. I want my ideal matchup that I would love is a rematch of the '93 World Series, Toronto and the Phillies. Mm. That would be great. I feel like that'd be great TV. Two high-powered offense. Like uh, Toronto's got great pitching, but you know they're teams on paper that are known for their offense. I feel like that'd be a fun World Series. I don't think the Blue Jays will make the World Series. I do think that the Astros are going to be in the NL- ALCS again, which is annoying. But I think I'm just going with my gut here. Okay. I think Texas, hmm. as much as it doesn't make sense whatsoever, I just feel like Bruce Bochy knows how to manage stuff. He's got the most experience uh, out of any of the AL managers other than Dusty in terms of, like I think, overall numbers. But Bochy's won three World Series. He knows how to win a World Series. Like, this team, they're a fun team. If their pitching is just okay, just okay, I think that they can take down the Rays. I think they can take down the O's, even though I want the O's to win. And that matchup of the Texas teams would be must-see TV with the rivalry they had in the regular season. Mm -hmm. And I think that it would be better for Texas. I think Texas would, would win that series. If everything comes back healthy, I don't know. It's just a feeling. It's just a feeling. That's what I'm going to go for. And I think Texas will be in the World Series. Texas and uh, Philadelphia? Texas and Philadelphia. All right. Texas and Philadelphia. It's not going to happen, okay? My predictions have been awful this year with everything. Like, realistically, I've asked my friend uh, today. I'm like, hey, how much is a bet on the Marlins uh, if I put down 20 bucks? I don't bet. I just I asked my friend just bets. He said, if you put down 20 bucks for the Marlins to beat the Phillies, you win $32. I'm like, okay, yeah, no, I'm, I think the Phillies are going to win. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, crap, are the Marlins going to beat the Phillies? But I mean, the way our predictions are going, it, it'll probably be a Twins Diamondbacks oh, World God. Series. Or no, it'd be a Florida World Series, <laughs> Miami versus Tampa, oh. which would be awful for. Oh, that's terrible. Be awful for MLB. Ugh. Um, Ugh. So, that'd be, so that's my postseason matchup is the Phillies versus the Rangers. Okay. Then now we're gonna get we're gonna substitute our hot take for a bold prediction for our postseason. Our hot take is going to be who we think is going to win the World Series. Okay, Kevin, who is going to win the World Series out of your matchup between the Houston Astros and the Atlanta Braves? I don't know how much of a hot take it's going to be. It's not a hot take. We're just doing our predictions. Well, I don't know how bold it's going to be. Okay. We're just doing our predictions. Okay. No Um, hot take, no bold, just prediction. Well, I think that Houston has enough to edge out a team like Tampa Bay. I think the pitching of Atlanta, when it's good, can overcome the hitting of the Astros, and that offense can definitely put, would be able to put a number on Houston's pitching. Yeah. So I'm going to say Atlanta. In six games. In six, okay. Like in 2021. Okay. Atlanta has yeah, Atlanta has the home field. Okay, so that means that they would win it at home. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That would be brutal to see. I wouldn't want to watch that World Series. I wouldn't. <laughs> oh, God. I don't want a rematch of any World Series. Yeah. I don't want Houston. I don't want the Dodgers. And I don't want the Braves. Anyone else, I'd be okay with. Eh, I don't want Tampa. I don't want Tampa. Anyone else, like, I don't think people want to see those teams in the World Series. Um, anyway. Okay, so you got Atlanta winning. That's your prediction. Yes. My prediction for 
the matchup between the Texas Rangers and the Philadelphia Phillies. That'd be quite a series. It'd be quite a series, <laughs> yeah. I... I don't know what it is with me. I just got to pick the Texas Rangers. Really? I, I, th- I think... I thought you were going to go with the, with the Phillies. Yeah, I... The reason why I think I want to be wrong... <laughs> Like, I want the Phillies to win the World Series. Like, in my head, in the back of my mind, I'm like, reverse psychology, reverse psychology. The Marlins are going to win. The Braves are going to win. The Dodgers are going to win. You know, they're not going to win the World Series. I really think, I really don't think right now, honestly. This is just, I'm going off feeling. I just have a feeling the Rangers are going to do it. Like, Bruce Bochy, I don't know. I like their team. They just got some players back with injury. I know they don't have as much hope in terms of like their bullpen and everything, but I just feel I just got a feeling. I feel like it's going to be a good matchup, whatever team that they're. I feel like they're going to be like that team with like, all right, they're going to be three game series against Tampa. It's going to be a five game series against Baltimore. It's going to be a seven game series whoever they face in the ALCS, and it's going to be a six seven game series in the World Series. Like they're gonna they're gonna have to like tire teams out, and I I I I'm just going off feeling. I have a feeling the Texas Rangers are going to win the World Series. I want the Phillies to win. Don't get me wrong. I want the Phillies to win the World Series. And to be fair, so I Jake, think, so Jake Cave's not going to be the next David Freeze. No, God, no, God, I hate Jake <laughs> Cave. Oh, gosh, I do. So there is a part of me. If the Phillies were to face the Astros again or anyone else other than the Rangers, I think that they probably would win the World Series. I think so. That's my. But I just have a feeling about the Rangers this year. I don't know. That's my feeling. Obviously, I'm probably going to be wrong because that's my predictions this year have been absolutely garbage, hot garbage. But Bruce Bochy, I think Corey Seager is going to be in a playoff MVP. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I just going off <laughs> that, feeling. That would be a very depressing state for Philadelphia fans to win two, sorry, to lose two straight series to Texas teams. Oh, God. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it would be. I, I, you know, screw it. I'm changing it. I'm changing it. No, I'm going, no, no, too late. Too no, late. no, it's not. No, it's not. I mean, we don't have an official thing. I'm going with the Phillies. If the Phillies get past the Marlins, I think the Phillies are going to win it. I think they have that like it factor in them. You don't want to ah, change your mind. I don't know. I? <laughs> uh, I know this is like not make or break. I'm not like I'm like got a gun to my head or anything. Just like I don't know. I think if everything goes right, if any, if everything goes right for every team, I think the Phillies are the best team. In my opinion, like I just think they have the, everything can go right for them. Like if their bullpen is solid and they're starting, if Nolan Wheeler are just what they're supposed to be, that offense is going to carry them easily. So yeah, screw it. I'm going with the Phillies. That's my no. I can't jinx them. Nope, I can't jinx them. I'm going with the Rangers. I can't jinx the Phillies. I can't jinx the Phillies. I'm going with the Rangers. So submit. <laughs> I'm still not 100 percent on this, but I think it'd be fun. I'd be, I think it'd be a fun <laughs> World Series with the Phillies and the Rangers. My ideal matchup would be the Phillies and the uh, Blue Jays. I do not want to see the O's and the Phillies in the World Series because I'd be upset one way or the other. Um, and I do not want to see a rematch of the Phillies and the Astros. That would be my hell. <sighs> A team that I would want to see out in the American League. Uh, 
God. Yeah, you got three. You got. Uh, I guess it would you be have three rivals, it, and then you I guess I would have. To, I guess I would have to be Texas. Yeah, Texas would be the team if I had to choose. Root for your boy Aroldis. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. he doesn't have to smile like he did the last yeah. time. Yeah. I know that everyone that is listening right now is like, why the heck are you picking the Rangers? They limped into the playoffs. They've been terrible. I don't know. I just have a feeling. I'm probably going to be wrong. You can quote me on that, okay? It's just a feeling. I'm obviously rooting for the Phillies. I'm going to game two. Um, I hope the Phillies win. I think the Phillies, if they get past the Marlins, will. I just have a feeling. I think they have that X factor. But for some reason, I just have the Rangers. And there's just that part of me that's just like i don't know if the phillies have all of it it's just not gonna be their year but i hope so i would love for the phillies well we will see starting at 308 p.m eastern time tomorrow tuesday when the rangers go to tampa yeah I, you know what i'm changing again i'm changing again i'm going to the phillies okay so all right i'm just gonna change it a little more <laughs> until you change again <laughs> the postseason starts tuesday correct um there's games at 308, 438, 708, and 808. So yeah. the are, the two earlier games, as Pete just mentioned, are the American League, and the two later games on ESPN are in the National League. Yeah. And that's going to be the format throughout the wild card playoff format. Um, and then whoever wins the Rays and Rangers will play the Orioles. Whoever wins Twins and Blue Jays will play the Astros. Whoever wins Phillies and Marlins will play the Braves, and Brewers and Diamondbacks will play the Dodgers. And those games would start on Saturday at the latest. Yeah. I think it's really interesting how they set up this format with with everything. The, the teams are playing at the same time each yeah. each game, and the AL teams are both before. Also, I, I thought that they would split it out so that way at least you can watch one game at a time. It's kind of like NCAA tournament where um, – um, where you uh, you watch a team and then like 30, 40 minutes later, another game's going on so you can flip back and forth. But I don't know if people are going to flip back and forth for baseball in general public. I hope so. I mean, we saw an uh, increase this uh, year in, yeah. in attendance and viewership, which is great. Um, but uh, Well, what's hurting that a little bit is that for these wild card matchups, they're not huge markets. Except no. for the Phil- Philadelphia would be the largest, I would think, out of this. Speaking or of, Dallas. Yeah, speaking of which, uh, Saul... Ticket prices for the four the game one of all that like stand the, all the tickets that are available that's left. It was like twenty dollars max for most teams. The the Brewers, Rays, and um, uh, Brewers, Rays, and Twins. They're all like some of them were like ten dollars cheapest ticket you can get twenty dollars and then twenty eight dollars. You know what the cheapest ticket to attend game one of the uh, Phillies Marlins game is? Tell me. Standing room only, one hundred and seventy five dollars. That's ridiculous. I mean, I'm going. That's yeah. yeah. I didn't pay that for uh, game two. Like we got, we found a pretty good deal to go to game two. But last year, when the Yankees were in the in that round, uh, I was trying to see. You know, maybe you know, if I get out of work early, maybe try and get out to New York because I've never been to a postseason game before. Yeah. And the tickets prices were pretty similar, so like all way up in the upper deck, it was 170 bucks. Yeah. But I, I I was like, I'll pay it. Yeah. I'd never been to a postseason game. Postseason so. games are fun. And it's probably the only one I'd be able to afford because if they move on to like the division or championship, yeah. forget it. Or yeah. the World Series. Pfft. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was lucky last year. I'm I found a way. I had a good friend give me tickets to Bedlam at the Bank the morning of. Dave Russell, shout out to you. 
Uh, and then I got lucky. My dad got offered World Series tickets, and he couldn't go because he didn't want to. My dad's a little bit older, and he can't stand. And we were standing the entire time. Mm-hmm. He can't stand for a long time, so he gave me World Series tickets for me and my brother to go. So I got lucky. I'm completely, pr- I'm completely blessed in that sense, and I never expect to get that ever again. But, um, but yeah. So that's our uh, postseason preview. Indeed. Let us know. Uh, how much you disagree with my prediction with Texas Rangers. No, did I change it back? I'm going with the Phillies. I'm going with the Phillies to win the World Series. I'm going with the Phillies. Sure you are. Yeah. I want a Blue Jays-Phillies World Series matchup. Though. That's what I want. But my official prediction is I think the Phillies are going to win the World Series. Official. Official. I think they're going to do it. If everything goes right. That's my prediction. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. We got some good playoff matchups to go ahead and uh we're recording this on monday but we are going to publish it so that way you guys can listen to it hopefully it's the day of you're listening to it and you can hear us predictions before you watch some games but um yeah you excited for some postseason baseball i am sir yeah what's your favorite what would be like a matchup that you want to be in the world series out of all the teams that are there, yeah. or just in general? Yeah, like there's a team that you like, you're like, okay, I would want to watch that series for World Series. The Yankees. Okay, all right, all right, all right we're done here. We're all done right. here. What would be your if you had to pick two teams that you want to watch right now? They yeah. have, they have to be in the playoffs. Yeah. The Brewers and the Rangers. Brewers and Rangers. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'd be rooting for Texas. I got a soft spot for Milwaukee. Yeah, you got. To, nah, I don't know. I don't. I don't like Milwaukee. I root for the Diamondbacks. That's the only team I root for the. In, they would be second for yeah. me. Yeah, well, let's get a Phillies Blue Jays World Series. That'd be fun. Let's do that. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Hope you enjoy the postseason preview, and uh, hope you enjoy some postseason baseball. We will uh, catch you next time on a podcast. Uh, hopefully, recapping or talking about the postseason in some sense, World Series or whatever. We'll figure it out, but. Uh, We'll catch you next time, all right? Thanks for listening. Thank you.